Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and we are so glad that you are listening. In fact, you might be wondering, George, where have you been? It's been a year and a half since we produced a podcast, and we actually thought we were going to stop doing them. But in the last little while, we've had lots of people asking questions that we thought would probably be best to try to address on the podcast. So we've brought back the Finding Clarity podcast. In fact, our purpose is to answer questions that you might have about your faith in your walk with Jesus Christ and about Christianity in general. Because we recognize that you're not going to find the answers that you want necessarily from listening to a Sunday sermon or even through a small group Bible study or even being a part of a Sunday school class. So what we thought we would do is take the time and answer specific questions on the podcast once a week so that you would have an answer. So once again, Finding Clarity Podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have. So we're back and we're glad to be back and so you can look forward to a new episode each and every week. Now, at the end of the podcast, we can tell you how you can be a regular listener of this podcast, as well as how you can go back and listen to our archive of the other episodes that we have done. So today, we're going to present to you episode 64. And in a minute, I'm going to present to you the question that we're going to deal with here. In fact, our question today really is reflective of the culture that we live in here in North America. And you might be surprised that a lot of things that you and I believe are not necessarily based in the Bible, but are actually a reflection of a thought process in our culture that has developed over time, especially when you think about that when our nation was founded, it was founded by colonies coming from Europe and as well as European immigrants who were basically coming from a Christian culture. And with that, they developed their own thinking for a lot of different things that have really influenced the way people think today, even though we're basically in a secular society today. And so the question today that we're going to deal with is really coming out of that cultural perception of what life is or what spirituality is or what even life after death is like rather than what the Bible says. So let me just go ahead and tell you what the question is. We're going to deal with the question today about do we become angels when we die? That's the question. Do we become angels when we die? In fact, you'll hear people talk like that in our culture. It's always been there. It's been in our movies, it's been in our literature, and it all comes out of a Christendom influence in our culture. But the question is, is it biblical? And not just that, do we really become angels when we die? 
So we're going to address that issue today. So the short answer is no, we don't become angels when we die. But you might be saying, okay, well, George, explain that to me because there's a whole thought process with that. Well, we're going to look, first of all, at what the Bible says. What does the Bible say about this whole issue of our being like angels and what what happens when we die? Will we become like angels? And then after we see what the Bible says about it, is it okay to correct unbelievers concerning what they think about this issue? Because maybe you've seen on Facebook somebody wishing somebody an angel birthday. And do you take the time to correct them? We're going to address that issue as well. So let's talk about what the Bible says. So the first thing I want us to notice is, okay, someone would say, well, it does say in the Gospels, didn't Jesus say that we would be like angels when we die? Well, that passage is found in Mark's Gospel, the 12th chapter, and the verse is verse 24. So let's look at that together. Mark's Gospel, the 12th chapter, verse 24. Mark writes, Jesus answered and said to them, Are you not therefore mistaken, because you do not know the Scriptures nor the power of God? For when they rise from the dead, they'll neither marry nor are they given in marriage, but are like the angels in heaven. You might be saying, okay, well, there you go, George. It's telling me that when I die, I'm going to be like an angel. I'm going to become an angel. No, 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 no. That, that's not true. There's a general principle that you need to understand when you are interpreting the Bible when you're trying to gain an understanding of it. You just can't grab two verses, like for instance here, verse 24 and 25 of chapter 12 in Mark. You just can't grab that and build out a whole theology from that. But rather, you need to look at the context. What, Where did these verses come from? What was the conversation that was going on to understand what the text means? In fact, there's a very simple principle that's often used. The text, if you take the text out of the context, you're left with a con. So if I take these two verses that say that we're going to be like angels to say that, therefore, I'm going to become an angel. If I take it out of the context of the discussion that Jesus is having, I'm going to be left with a con. I'm going to be left with a falsehood to guide my life. So let's look at the greater issue of what Jesus is talking about. The greater issue comes from, if we go back a few verses, it goes back to verse 18 where there was a group of Jewish leaders, Jewish religious figures known as the Sadducees, who didn't believe in the resurrection or that there was life after death. And they came to Jesus and they were asking him a question to kind of trip him up. And so here's the question in verse 19. If you go back, Teacher, Moses wrote to us that if a man's brother dies and leaves his wife behind and leaves no children, his brother should take up his wife and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first took the wife, and dying, he left no offspring. 
The second took her and died, nor did he leave any offspring. And the third likewise. So the seven had her and left no offspring. Last of all, the woman died also. Therefore, in the resurrection, when they rise, whose wife will she be? For all seven had her as a wife. Then we see Jesus' response to this question in verse 24 and 25. Are you not therefore mistaken because you do not know the scriptures nor the power of God? For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like the angels in heaven. Okay, so what's, what's he talking about here? Well, first of all, they're asking him a question about really a custom that came out of the Old Testament law that in order for procreation, for the carrying on of the family name, if the first son married a wife, and again, in their culture, their marriages were arranged, women did not have the rights as they do today in our culture, if that son died without having an heir to carry on the family name, then his wife would be the, therefore given to the second son, and the offspring of that union would then carry on the brother, the first brother who died, his name, therefore carrying on the family name. Very often you see that found in the Old Testament and some of the stories. So what these Sadducees are asking, trying to trip Jesus up on, well, say there's seven brothers and they all die, and then she dies, who gets her in the resurrection? Because they're mocking the concept of the resurrection. So Jesus is replying to them and saying to them, look, guys, you don't really know what you're talking about. You have no understanding whatsoever of the power of God. You have no understanding concerning the scripture. Because the fact is, is when you go in the resurrection, to be with the Lord. There isn't going to be marriage. You're going to be like the angels in that the angels don't marry. They don't procreate. So when you go into heaven, you're going to be like the angels, not an angel. You're going to be like the angels in that you're not going to be given in marriage, but rather you're going to be just on your own. She won't be anybody's wife in heaven. Now, to truly understand what happens, though, when we die, you really need to understand that, first of all, we don't become angels, but rather we get a new body. This old body that we live in, we shuck it when we die because it's corruptible, it's carnal, it's sinful. So we get a new body. In fact, Peter talks about that in 2 Peter chapter 1. He says in verse 14, knowing that shortly I must put off my tent. The word tent there is referring to his body. So he's talking about that he's going to put off his body. So what happens when we put off our body, when we die? Are we just free-floating spirits? No, no, not at all. In fact, that's where we see Paul's discussion concerning immortality and what happens to us as believers when we die in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And specifically, we're going to be looking at verses 
50 through 53. So I want you to notice with me what it says there. Again, looking at the context before that, he's talking about the resurrection. He's talking about our old bodies and how when we die, they're corruptible. They cannot be in the presence of God. But for believers, he says this in verse 50. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. So he's basically saying that the way we are now, when we die, we can't go to heaven the way we are. So something has to change. So what changes? Do we become angels? No, 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 no. No, we don't become angels. We receive a new body. So here's what he says in verse 51. He says, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed, for this corruptible must put on incorruptible, and this mortal must put on immortality. Okay, so what's he, what's he saying here? He's saying, you and I, when we die, we're going to put off this corruptible, fleshy, carnal, sinful body that we've trained in sin. And we're going to get new bodies. Now, it doesn't describe exactly how they look like. It doesn't say that we're going to be angels. I don't think that at all, because angels are a unique created being of God. But what it's saying is that we're going to receive a new body that's incorruptible, that's not sinful. So right now, in this corruptible body, I constantly have to deal with, you constantly have to deal with, the sinful desires of the body to want to do what's wrong. That's going to cease when we go to be with God. That's going to cease. Because we're going to have an incorruptible body. We're going to have an immortal body. Because we're going to be what we were truly meant to be that was corrupted in the garden when Adam and Eve fell. We're going to be the eternal beings that we were always meant to be to serve God. So, Basically, my friends, the answer is no, you're not going to be an angel. In fact, you're going to be you, but you're going to have a new body that's going to be far beyond the body that you have now, a resurrected body. Now, that leads to a question because you and I live in a culture that basically communicates that, that when you and I die, we're going to become angels. So how do we respond to that? Well, I think, first of all, we respond to it by knowing what the scripture says. And there's a lot of things in our culture that we know are wrong simply because it doesn't line up with what the Bible says. But what do we do if we have a loved one or a friend who believes that we become angels? In fact, they celebrate somebody's angel birthday, or they're, they're, they go around communicating that, they put a sticker on their car or whatever, or something on Facebook, should I correct them? Well, to be honest with you, you're going to have to think through that. And that all has to do with whether or not you really want to do that or not. Simply because somebody has grasped a biblical untruth for their life doesn't mean that you have to correct them. Well, what do you mean by that, George? Well, 
If they're an unbeliever and they believe something as silly as that we become angels, it's not your place to just go and challenge them on that. Now, if they're a believer, yes, you go and you say to them, well, no, no, wait a minute, we don't become angels, here's what the Bible says. But if they're an unbeliever, I almost would hesitate to say anything for the simple fact that usually attached with that belief is a belief concerning some loved one that they've lost. And if you go correcting them in their thinking, it's almost like, can I be honest with you, you're attacking their loved one or you're attacking their belief or their hope concerning a loved one. So your best bet is just to let it go. Because to be honest with you, it's a mystery for you and I to understand our resurrected bodies, let alone somebody who has no way of understanding the truths of the scripture because they don't have a new mind that comes through being a believer. So the short answer is, I wouldn't spend my time correcting people. I would know myself, and I would also help other believers in their understanding of what happens later on when we die and we're resurrected. Now, I told you earlier in the podcast, I would tell you how to listen to the Finding Clarity podcast. Number one, you can get our church app, which is located on Google Play or, if you're using an Apple device, on the iOS app store. Basically, you type in Kerwinsville Christian Church, you'll see the Kerwinsville Christian Church app. It's free. Download that to your smartphone. And you can use it from there, and you can listen to the podcast there. Or you can go to our website. If you go to our website, you just simply click on a link under the media for Finding Clarity Podcast, and you can go there and listen as well. Or if you're on Facebook, simply go to facebook.com slash Podcast. You should be able to find our podcast. Now, If you want to listen to the older messages, you can find that on the website as well as on Facebook, and you should be able to go there. You can also subscribe to our podcast through Google Play or through iTunes. Simply type in Finding Clarity Podcast. You'll find our podcast there, and you can listen as well. Next week, we're going to talk again about this whole issue of dying and what happens to us when we die. We're going to look at what the Bible says about what happens to my body when I die. We've already alluded to that in our discussion today, but we're going to talk about what happens to our body. And we're going to look at it from the perspective of a believer, but I also want to look at it from the perspective of an unbeliever. So you know what happens when we die and what happens in the first and second resurrection. Once again, we want to thank you for listening, and we hope that you'll start listening from here on out, and hopefully this podcast has been very helpful to you. We trust that you guys will have a great week. Take care.